Hi, Stephanie. Hey, Thomas. How are you doing today? Mm, I'm doing good today. Uh, it's a nice, bright, sunny day out here in California, which I guess might not be unusual, but it had been a little dreary for maybe about the past week. So it's nice out. And yeah, week is going good, fast, and looking forward to this weekend. We're actually going out for the first time to a place to have lunch. I think it's been almost a year since we've been out at a restaurant. I I don't know if you'd call it a restaurant. We're going to a winery. Mm. And yeah, outside. So hopefully the weather keeps up and um, it's a nice time. We're doing early uh, anniversary celebration. So yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. How about you? I feel charged. (laughs) Like electrocuted? (laughs) Close. Because I've charged every rechargeable battery that I have in my possession. (laughs) what okay first of all how many batteries are we talking about one two three four five six i think 11 triple a's one double a and a battery that was once in a piece of luggage and that piece of luggage got returned because the piece of luggage was broken and the battery was kept. <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you use these batteries for? Are they well, for specific things or no? Yeah. These, these batteries, the AAAs are for headlamps, uh, flashlights that go on a headband so that you don't have to use your hands while you're using the flashlight. Yes. Um, and then lamps that go around the house or that you can hang from, say, a tent or something. Uh, the, Are you the going lug- camping? No. See, we have a thing here on the East Coast called weather. Oh and sometimes <laughs> weather happens. And the weather is not like California weather, where it's a little bit dreary all the time. Sometimes it's a half inch of ice coating everything. So last week, we lost power. For a number of hours, and uh, my cell phone was on 2%, so I lost a chess game with my brother that I was playing. (laughs) Very dramatic. Oh, the important things in life. So this weekend, tomorrow, when this next ice storm happens that has already ravaged the center of the country, uh, is coming back, ice storm round two, 2021. Um, (laughs) Going to try to be ready with light. Uh, and some bit of phone, phone charging. Okay, okay. This is 
making more sense now. Um, yeah. Okay, so you got your batteries ready. Got my batteries ready. You feel very prepared. As prepared as one can be. It's helpful that uh, everyone is already staying at home. Mm-hmm. So there's not a there's not much of a choice there. You just stay at home, anyways. So don't that really is need true. To go anywhere. Yep. It's not impeding much. Yep. As it would be during normal times. So <laughs> normal times. What is normal? <laughs> That's a great question, but <laughs> you're not asking questions this conversation. Because you got to ask all the questions last conversation. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for I, question time? I am so ready. I'm looking forward to it. Hit <clears throat> me with your best shot, as they say. Okay. Stephanie, what was your earliest relationship with an animal? Oh, dear. I'm saying, oh dear, because it is probably going to be difficult to remember that specifically because my family always had pets growing up. Um, Before I came, they still have them, you know? Um, I mean, we've been through many pets. They're not the same. (laughs) That's <laughs> when I was born. Um, okay, I know there was a dog, but I can't. I can't really speak about the dog, um, and so I'll go with this: um, the earliest cat that I remember. Um, it was a boy cat. And my parents named him Bozo. (laughs) Because my mom saw him at the pound or shelter. And, you know, hit my dad and was like, hey, what about this one? And my dad said, oh, he's just a Bozo. And then they took him home. (laughs) (laughs) And so I remember Bozo. He was already an older cat when I was little. Um, But he was around for quite some time, if I can remember him. So, yeah. That's what I remember. My parents are really good at naming pets. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose it's better to get those bad names out on the pets so that your kids are, (laughs) you've like worked out, worked out the bad ones and uh, get some practice for when the kids come along and use the names for a lot longer. I don't, I don't think Bozo is really a bad name, Mm. but yes, you definitely don't want to name your kid Bozo. So. 
the uh, the dog I was kind of referenced before. Uh, they named him Doobie. Mm. And I think it was more for the Doobie Brothers mm-hmm. than uh, other things. Yeah. What? How old were you when you realized that could mean something else? I was probably 20-something. Yes, very... um, I want to say sheltered, but it's probably just that I was oblivious. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great segue into the next question. What type of kid were you in school? And did that change over time? Or say when you went to summer camp? Hmm. Um... This is an interesting question because it could kind of change like class to class. You know how you like switch classes in high school and have different teachers and blah, blah, blah. Um, But I would say in general and especially in elementary or middle school, People would probably have called me a teacher's pet. Um, And I mean, we've touched on this before. I have perfectionist tendencies and I like doing a good job and um, so, yeah. And then getting the validation, right? (laughs) So, um, uh, you know, it's probably not the healthiest relationship um, to have with that validation. But um, uh, that's what happened to me. And so I just kept doing good and, you know, following rules and... Yep. Getting called the teacher's pet. <laughs> what what did that mean in your high school? What did it mean in the social hierarchy of um of your school situation? You know what's so funny? I was thinking this morning. Oh, I wonder if he's going to ask me what I would have categorized myself. Um I mean, I don't think I would have called myself a nerd, but I wasn't, like, I wasn't popular. I did good in school. Um, 
don't know. I was in band, so maybe I was just part of the band squad. Um, yeah, otherwise, I don't think I fit into a category. <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> okay. Um, second part of that again. Did you go to camp as a as a kid? And did I, and did how do you be a teacher's pet at camp? Because sometimes you show up and you're in a totally different place, you're in totally different people, and there's not as much achievement at camp. Camp is more of a social achievement mm-hmm. uh zone. <laughs> that sounds silly. Uh <laughs> so how uh Yeah, so what was that like? Okay, so I went to a summer camp every year, probably starting when I was seven or eight, Um, and it was through my church. It was just for one week we would get to go. Um... And so, how is that different? Well, I mean, you don't have schoolwork at camp, so you're right. There's no achieving there. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I think camp was just fun and a safe space. I don't know how to categorize myself in that. I think the church that I would go with, um, we kind of took over the camp for that week. And so maybe in some respects, I got a little taste of being the popular Mm you know, being in the popular gang just because we had the most amount of kids there Mm. that week. And like our pastor would actually come and be a part of it and play a special role and all of that. Yeah. I don't know. It's fun, you know, it's a nice fun kid memory. Hmm. Lots and lots of memories. What what type of what type of uh, person would you say you are now? <laughs> <laughs> in that same in that same vein. <laughs> hmm. Joey is going off today. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. What type of person am I today? Well, I'm the type of person that does not love labels. (laughs) (laughs) And so I like to think that 
I am my own unique person. Um, I know that's not what you're looking for, but I, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a boring person. Hmm. <laughs> like, all right, married kids, um, dog, dog um, stay at home. I mean, even before pandemic times, we stayed at home a lot. <laughs> so, um, yeah. That's us. Maybe that's boring. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So this is my next typed question that I'm reading off of. Uh, what do you do when you're bored? <laughs> what do you do when you're bored? We're bored a lot. Apparently. <laughs> I'm always bored. So. <laughs> um, what do I do when I'm bored? I, you know, I can't remember the last time I was bored. Hmm. Um, I think, especially since having baby number two, there's just not really time to be bored because you're always moving and someone always needs something. Um, wow. Josephine, lay down. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I think if I had the chance to be bored... I would probably sleep. Because who doesn't want more sleep? <laughs> that might make me even more boring. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. It seems like a... I guess the... Uh, my curiosity there is so much of modern life for us and the pandemic has been let's put this into stark relief for me is filling time that's not survival mm. there's a there's a baseline of what we need to do in society to survive and then there's a lot of extra stuff on top of that for some people and some people are trying to survive and that depends on countries it depends on socioeconomic status and everything else right. and just the great equality of all the weird stuff we're into that just takes up time but that we don't see as taking up time we see it as highly important valuable things <laughs> <laughs> and it's both it's both taking up time and um building friendships and community and all these sorts of things so Sleeping is just as equal as all the other stuff we do <laughs> to take up time. 
<laughs> well, thank you for that validation. Um, say, if you were bored. <laughs> why, are, why are we going down this board path? Okay. I, no, I'm, I'm just... not in charge. I'll shut up. <laughs> um, say, if you were bored. <clears throat> Perhaps something you could do is learn another language. Mm. Uh, do you speak any other languages? Mm. You know, I was also expecting you to possibly ask if I had any regrets in life, because that's like a question that people ask. Is others. that a question? Is that a question that I ask? I don't know. Oh. You could we'll be tricky. See. We'll have to see. <laughs> um, but, and of course, well, I'll reserve my answer to that question just in case it's on your list. <laughs> um, but I will say this might be a regret in my life because I, in high school, I think most, if not all, students in the U.S. have to pick a foreign language to study for at least a couple years. I don't know what the requirement is. So anyways, I went into Spanish because that was very common. Yeah, very common. I think it was only Spanish and German that were offered uh, there must have been French, but I don't remember. How weird is that? Anyways, um, I went into Spanish, took three years of Spanish, didn't learn hardly anything. <laughs> and no offense to my teachers or anyone at school. It just... I learned a very tiny bit, like not even enough to get through a mini conversation. So anyways, after that, went to college. After college, I decided to go live in Spain for a year. And I went as an au pair um, and lived with this family for a year. And so I'm in Spain. Everyone around me speaks Spanish, right? I actually went to a school to learn Spanish, which was more effective than my high school Spanish classes, for sure. Um, and so I felt fairly good at the time of getting by with Spanish. Um, but I still was never fluent or anything. And so I came home after that year and it has slowly just left me. And so there are some things I know and can say, but with lots of things, if you don't keep it up and practice, you lose it. So yeah. That I wish I had kept that up and 
kept practicing. There you go. <laughs> I, I'm going to share a story, a short story. Of just be- course you are. <laughs> just because I think it'll make you laugh a lot. I was at a party last year in D.C. with a friend from college that I was reconnecting with and a whole bunch of people that I didn't know. So it felt very college, as I am well out of college. So okay. it felt those vibes. Uh, we were playing this game where they asked what other languages you spoke. And I said, oh, I speak computer. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> I uh, do a little bit of coding. And uh, <laughs> everybody's like, what? It's <laughs> like, well, I, I code. So I speak computer. Oh, my goodness. It was a unique That's, answer. Sure. It's, I guess so. Although I bet a lot of people these days could Speak say computer. that. Yeah. Yeah, they could. They would probably say they do software engineering <laughs> versus, you know. But you yeah. got to speak. Try, speak try to be as do. clever as possible. <laughs> so if you met me on the street, you would not know that I spoke computer. Okay, true. So I think that counts as one of my hidden talents. Great. What is your hidden talent? Oh, dear. Um, you can have multiple. Multiple Hidden talent. Wow. Hmm. Oh, my goodness. This is very hard. My hidden talent. Um, I'm just going to start saying random stuff to fill the air. So, well, when Chris first met me, he was very surprised by how well I could throw a ball. Mm. Um, uh, I was on the color guard team in high school and spent four years throwing a rifle in the air. What? (laughs) Uh, It'd probably take me a few minutes, but I could probably do it still. (laughs) Okay. What? Talk me through the color guard rifle your first day. Color guard rifling. Do Do they hand you the rifle on the first day? Do you work up towards respect for this fake rifle piece of wood that you're going to be throwing around? Was it a real rifle? Were they loaded? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Let's be clear. First of all, these are pieces of wood 
that are shaped like rifles. Okay. And uh, most of the time, we would cover them with electrical tape to make them look nice. Um, my sister had come before me in high school and she had done rifle first. And so I just showed up in high school thinking that apparently it was my birthright to have a rifle and be on the team. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I showed up. They do um, have practice rifles and performance rifles. So you would practice with the ones that didn't look very good. Mm. And then you would, um, you know, when you go out for parades or halftime shows, then you would get to use the nice, pretty performance ones. What were the different moves called that you would do with your rifle? Uh, and what was your favorite? Um, you know what is so sad? I can't think of what the moves. <laughs> I can't think of a move. And honestly, I think sometimes we just made up names just so that we all like knew, oh, this is the twirly woo, or you know <laughs> something like that. I think when you actually like threw it up in the air, you would distinguish them by how many spins they would do. So mm. you, and you always wanted to try to get to a quad. Ooh, that was like a big deal. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember I, any of the moves' names. I want to be clear that I'm so giddy and um, giggling over this because I would never have guessed in a million years. <laughs> <laughs> had you given a full list of things, of high school things, and said, okay, yeah. rank these, the probability that Stephanie did these, uh, I would... Wow. Well, you know, as a, a true achiever... And perfectionist, I was captain of the team. <laughs> yes, you were. Well, that was that was my next follow up question: is you thought it was your birthright to walk on to the rifle team? Well, you uh, know, the path had been blazed by your elder sibling, and yeah. and then and then what happens? Do they do they kind of let you on because you're being dragged on by your sister or? No, the answer is you took it over. I did. I did. I made it mine. And look where it's gotten me. <laughs> I mean, it was, um, you know, I mean, going back maybe to your first question, that was the team or the group that I was with. So, um, you know, I guess that was my place. 
So that was that separate from band? Did you play an instrument? But no, because you couldn't because you'd have part to... of the band. So oh. technically, you're still supposed to be able to play an instrument uh. to be in band. Okay, but if you're part of the color guard, you didn't have to play for the parades, mm. football games, basketball games. Um, because you were with the color guard. Mm-hmm. So um, there was that. But in the short amount of time in the year where it was concert season, you were supposed to go in and play your instrument. But I always tried to get out of that. <laughs> what instrument were you um, trying to get I was clarinet. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, you reminded me of. Something else that's kind of ridiculous, which is (laughs) in middle school, I had a little, a little stint where I played the tuba, (laughs) which is ridiculous because I was about the same size (laughs) as the tuba (laughs) and my band instructor convinced me one time that I should play tuba in a parade we were going to be in. And so I had to put on, they call it a sousaphone when you're wearing the tube. That's the wearable tuba Mm -hmm. with a big bell that goes over your head. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I did that for one parade I can't remember if it might have been a Christmas parade that we did in our town, just a little town, and it rained during the parade, and I was cold and miserable, and after that, I did not play tuba anymore. I gave up. Gave up the tuba. Um, also, wow, you bring a lot of memories back. Um, in high school, they had a jazz band that was like outside of school would meet on like some night of the week. And I did get to play piano for jazz band for a short amount of time. Hmm. So that was cool. Would that count as a hidden talent? If you walked into a situation where there was a grand piano and everybody was milling about waiting for something to happen, could you capture the room? No. No, I would say not. I do still... So, okay, a little bit of backstory. Um, I have three siblings that are all older than me. All of them, when they were young, went through piano lessons. So... My oldest sister, she took piano. She actually went through college doing piano. Um, Then my next sister stopped at some point. I think she got a few years in. Then when my brother was taking him, I think he only went a year 
maybe less. I don't know the exact timing. So anyways, when it should have been my turn to... Okay, first of all, my mom's going to love this rendition of this story. You're welcome, Mom. Um, when it should have been my turn, my parents decided not to give me piano lessons because everyone else was not enjoying them or practicing as much as they should or whatever. So I didn't get piano lessons when I was little. And I think I complained about it all the way up until high school when I was old enough to drive myself two lessons, I think that's when my mom finally caved and bought me some lessons. So I'm persistent. (laughs) (laughs) And so I still enjoy playing piano, but I am not a virtuoso Mm. or someone who can just sit down and give you something to listen Mm. to i need music and i'll probably hit quite a few wrong notes Mm. while trying to go in but we do have when i go home to my parents house there's still a harry potter songbook Mm. that i'll open and you know do a little ditty from that's magical yeah Speaking of books, <laughs> literally my next typed question. <laughs> what is your favorite book, fiction, and nonfiction? Oh. Well, I mean, now I feel like I have to say Harry Potter. No, you don't. Um... But I'm going to because um, that they're great books. I've, I think I've reread the series three times. Like, um, yeah, I enjoy Harry Potter. I was trying to think if there's a particular book that I would pick out of the series. I actually really like the sixth one, which is the Half-Blood Prince. Mm. Okay, nonfiction. You know, what's funny is I would say before a few years ago, I wouldn't have really known nonfiction books. Um, and now I'll probably have a hard time picking one. Eek. Okay, so I really enjoyed Becoming by Michelle Obama. And there was another book I'm trying to open my audible right now because I can't remember the name of it oh I think it 
I think it's called educated. It's loading. Um, but so I, I kind of had a love hate relationship with that book though, because, um, some of the things that happened in this woman's life, it's crazy that that still happens. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. Yes, it's called Educated by Tara Westover. Um, yeah, it's just crazy to think that some of these things are still happening. Um, anyways, it's good. It was good because, um, you know, it gave me a new perspective outside of my own and outside of what I just think is normal and everyone experiences. So, yeah. Final question. Okay. I'm secretly hoping that you didn't predict that I was going to ask this because now (laughs) I'm a little bit worried that you're going to predict that I asked this because I don't want to seem like I'm predictable. Okay. What is your proudest moment? Oh. Hmm. You know what's funny? I... Did I ask you this question? I don't think I did. No, I don't think so. I tried to do different ones. Yeah. And um, it, I definitely thought, oh, I should ask that question. So that's funny. Um, my proudest moment. Uh, the problem right now is that there are too many options going through my head. Um, and that sounds really conceited. <laughs> it's, I feel pressure because I have to say one particular thing. I, you could bend the rules and say one or two maybe even three okay um do they fall into a particular category your moments that are equally proud um yeah i mean i would say most of them are family oriented um so all right let's run through a few of them quickly I mean, uh, the birth of both my children, very proud moments. Um, I, um, uh, I'm trying to figure out how to condense this story down. In high school, we would go away for spring break. We'd go down to Mexico and build houses um, <clears throat> near Tijuana. And um, my dad would go 
every year with us as, you know, one of the adult people, supervisors. I'm trying to think of a word that you call those people. Is it chaperone? Chaperone. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And um, one year he wasn't able to go. And so I was going alone for the first time without anybody in my family. And um, someone... uh, And so we're, like, building these houses, right? I'm... um, hammering nails getting the frame put together and someone actually um was like wow you're your dad's daughter you're doing that so well um and so that was a proud moment for me and then this is like a silly thing and I don't actually even remember this but my grandmother Um, she, (laughs) whenever she got the chance, she would tell this story about when I was really little, probably around five, I'm guessing. I, um, we went up, they lived in Oregon and so we'd go up for a holiday every other year or something like that. And so we went up there and, um, we were about to have dinner. They're like, oh, okay, well, we're going to say grace. And I don't know if they asked, like, oh, who wants to say the prayer? Or if I was just like, oh, I'll say it, being around five. And um, apparently I just went on and on about things I was thankful for, including my puppy and my cats and listing every single thing. <laughs> and so, um, I don't, that, it sounds kind of weird to say. I don't know why that makes me proud, but literally though, when Chris and his sister, we went to my grandparents' house to have dinner with them like six, seven years ago, and I'm almost 30, my grandma is still telling this story of me saying this prayer. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So anyways, I, I am, I'm thankful for her and sharing that memory. That's probably good enough (laughs) for now. (laughs) Well, that went by fast. It did. I suppose I do. I start. Wow. Sure. Yeah, because this is it's whatever you want. It's all flipped. Your your deal. Um. Stephanie, I really appreciate how perfectionist you are (laughs) and how you don't give up. And then if you're going to go do something, you're really going to 
do it well. Or you're going to cut early, like the two. <laughs> but that was an early, that was a, a building, <laughs> a building thing. And I want to say all of that because that has all been described in terms of your focus on a thing, of you want to accomplish something. And I also want to say how cool it is that all of your proudest moments were for other people and helping other people. Hmm. And that duality is, is special and really cool. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Well, thank you. I am appreciating your questions. And I mean, it doesn't fail. You always make me think deeply. Um, and yeah, I mean, you made me think about some good memories that I haven't thought about in many years. So thank you. I can't wait to do it again <laughs> yay <laughs> alright till next time till next time alright adios <laughs> I'm forgetting how to say it in French <laughs> which is what I took hold on uh, end line I think that's that's computer end line yeah you end the you break the computer i can't oh remember you're doing computer i'm closing now. closing a uh, closing mm, get it, bracket get it, i don't know the it. name of it because i just type all the time yeah okay <laughs> computer key <laughs> <laughs> all right goodbye goodbye <laughs> hey there stephanie here um I wanted to see if you could do me a huge favor. Could you please leave a review on our show? Give us five stars. We would so appreciate it. And maybe we'll read your review on the show. We'll see. Thank you so much. Okay, bye.